3: Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
2: Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.
5: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Mark Moss Show, where we're talking about Bitcoin and the decentralized revolution that is happening right now, right before us. Now, I try to bring to you a bunch of different areas about Bitcoin because it's it's a big subject. You know, I've had many friends that have said, uh, well, actually one friend, (laughs) one friend said, explain Bitcoin to me like I'm five years old and in two minutes. (laughs) And I said... (laughs) I can't. Like you can't get it. Like it's a deep deep subject. I've been studying it for 7 years and I'm still trying to figure it out, right? Because it's it's such a new technological rev- revolution and it's literally going to change the entire world. And so you have to understand six or eight different disciplines. Um you have to understand, you know, finance, economics, uh, monetary history, uh, technology, uh, game theory, philosophy, um game, you know, all these different things. One of the areas that I like to think about is um trying to kind of think about the future of where things go with Bitcoin. We like to say, uh, a lot of times people say, uh, Bitcoin fixes this, right? Bitcoin fixes Bitcoin fixes everything. And we say that because if you can fix the money, you can fix the world. Um, There's been something going on in the news. Uh, It literally broke Google the other day. And uh, it's called a mass formation psychosis. And if you're a fan of the Joe Rogan show, which... You probably are. I think it gets over like 200 million downloads a month. Uh, Then you probably heard about it. That's why I broke the internet. And I'm joined in the studio today by my good friend Jessica Vaughn, who is uh, a Bitcoiner. And she is also, I believe, a psych major. So she's someone who is a a good person to talk about this mass formation psychosis. And I think um, I had this revelation uh, where I was listening to, uh, digging into this, studying it, understanding it. And I think Bitcoin fixes it, <laughs> like it fixes everything. And so I want to talk about that. Jessica, thanks so much for joining today.
1: Well, it's good to have you back stateside again.
5: Yeah, back in the U.S. again. I've been living on on a Caribbean island for the last uh, year, which um, has been pretty amazing, actually. I I, I had a hard time adjusting uh, for the first six months. Then I didn't want to leave, but 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 here I am back. But um, I know you're a huge Joe Rogan fan. I am. Um, what I found very interesting, and obviously being in media, I've been paying attention to this, but um, CNN and MSNBC and ABC and blah, 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 they consider themselves mainstream media, but uh, I think Joe Rogan has kind of surpassed that. What do you think?
1: Well, they've been doing everything they can to lose the good faith of the people, so um, of course we're going to find alternative means of getting our information.
5: Yeah, I saw, who was it? I think it was Luke Grauman on Twitter the other day posted, uh, uh, who would have thought that after a decade of lying about weapons of mass destruction and lying about inflation and lying about this and lying about that, who would have ever thought that they would have lost their their viewers, right? Um,
1: Well, and they've dialed it up so much since, I don't know, 2016 or so.
5: Yeah. And and they've just continued to do that. I saw uh, you probably saw on Twitter the other day, too. It was kind of going around. It was like this chart of like uh, Joe Rogan and Tucker Carlson and it like ranked all the main shows. And Joe Rogan was obviously, you know, massive at the top. And then Tucker Carlson was number two. And then it was like the five. And then it was mostly like Fox stuff. And then you had like the CNNs like way down below.
1: That, that was uh, the highlight of my week was seeing that chart.
5: Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty amazing. And I was looking, I was looking, it was probably a month ago, two months ago. I was looking at some of the ratings of uh, some of the networks like CNN and Anderson Cooper, the number one show was getting like 700,000 views per episode or something like that. In the 25 to 45 male demo, he gets like 150,000 views. And I'm like, I get more views than that on my YouTube videos. And I'm not even big. Um, like Joe Rogan's getting 200 million views. Um, that's mainstream.
1: That's great news about their credibility declining.
5: Now, most of their views are probably counted by people walking by in the airport, <laughs> seeing it on the TV. Uh, but jumping back into the, t- uh, the point at hand, by the way, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. We're talking about Bitcoin, uh, but it's going to take us a long way to get there. Uh, we're talking about something a little bit different today. I'm in the studio with Jessica Vaughn, And we're talking about this mass formation psychosis that uh, Joe Rogan was talking about with, uh, it was actually started by this uh, Dr. Uh, Matthias Desmond, I believe. I listened to him several months ago. And then uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and then Dr. Robert Malone, both were on Joe Rogan talking about this. And um, if if you're not familiar with the topic, basically what it is, is that uh, the whole world appears to be kind of, not the whole world a big majority of the world appears to be somewhat kind of brainwashed or I should say hypnotized. And regardless of facts or information, they're like unwilling to look at this. And um, a lot of people go like, what the heck can't, can't they see what's going on? But, but they can't. And um, this happens, it's happened many times throughout history. You know, I'm a history buff. And uh, one of the best examples would be back in, uh, in world at, you know, Nazi Germany. And you would see all these people turning on each other and just like, you know, villainizing each other. And then literally, you know, uh, the Holocaust was literally people were put into gas chambers. And I always ask myself, like, why would they just walk into a gas chamber knowing what was going to happen? But it was all part of this mass psychosis. And so uh, Jess, I'll, I'll, I'll frame up what he says are like the the conditions that created. So one is that um, there's a massive disconnect so people are disconnected, and and I would I guess you would agree that's probably never you know disconnected at ne- level never seen before.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, in the lockdowns, of course, exacerbated all the that division.
5: It's the lockdowns, but I think it really started way before that. Um, I think that was definitely put it into overdrive. But I think really, um, I I would say that started probably in the '60s, in probably in the '60s, if I were to put my finger on it, um, when um, political correctness started coming in. Uh, we went into the kind of free love thing, the, the, the nuclear family started getting broken down, uh, religion started kind of going away, and uh, all the values that, you know, the American family and the American citizen had started to disappear. And then we had this like shared sense of values that kept people together, kept people aligned, because the media tells us that we align on sexual preference or orientation or race or gender, or whatever. But we align on values. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Oh, definitely. But identity politics is, of course, a, a tool to divide.
5: Well, well, it's a tool to divide. But my point is, is when we all had shared values, we had this togetherness. And, you know, we had World War One, World War II and Vietnam. We're together, together, together. But once we started breaking down those values, there's nothing to connect people anymore. Anyway. Uh and so I, I think that's probably where it started. Um, you know, breaking down the family, breaking down religion, um, things like that. And then with political correctness, started trying to basically change everything that we knew. And then, you know, technology, I think, definitely kind of brought that on. We started probably relying on social media more as opposed to real life connections, which I've, you know, seen many studies on how that is uh, has been detrimental.
1: Well, even with language we're so divided. Um there's entire concepts that, that that the left and the right have separately that they don't even intersect with at all and and then we fight with each other about, you know, proper words and political correctness and th- these types of things. So uh, so, yeah, um, we're we're definitely decoupled.
5: Yeah. So we've we've had this. Um, so that's, that's the first thing that has to happen for this mass psychosis is this disconnection. Right. People feel isolated, feel alone and uh, with with social media that never, never felt so alone. And then with with uh, COVID literally being locked in their houses and, and being disconnected. The second thing that uh has to happen before you have this mass psychosis, so when you think about this mass formation, it's really like a think about like a crowd like the the madness of a crowd kind of a thing that's that's kind of what that word means and so the second thing that has to happen is um uh lack of sense of purpose. And so when you look at polls, you can see that, you know, majority of people feel that there's no meaning in their job. They don't understand what they're doing there. They're not getting any kind of fulfillment. And people are just stuck in life without the sense of purpose anymore. There's no fulfillment. And uh, we've seen that trend kind of grow. It's been big. Um, By the way, you're listening to The Mark Ma Show. We talk about Bitcoin. Today, we're talking about a mass formation psychosis, but I'm going to tell you, why i think bitcoin is the answer to this mass formation psychosis so i know we're talking about bitcoin but i'm going to bring this back together you got to stick with me i guarantee you're going to be interested it's going to tell you a lot of what's going on um i'm in the studio today with uh, jessica vaughn you can find her on twitter at jessica vaughn you can find her on getter at jessica vaughn as well uh you can find me uh at number one mark moss uh I haven't got set up on Getter yet. I've reserved my name, but uh, if you're you're on either one of those platforms, hit me up. Uh, We're talking about Bitcoin and the mass formation psychosis, how it can solve it. We'll be back with more. Don't go away. All right. Welcome (laughs) back. You are listening to the Mark Moss Show. We're talking about Bitcoin. We're talking about cryptocurrencies and the decentralized revolution. We often say that Bitcoin fixes this. And when I say this, we mean everything. Um, Because we see that if we can fix the money, we can fix the world. Uh, the world is under what uh, we've been hearing about the last uh, week or two with the Joe Rogan show and Dr. Peter McCullough and, and Dr. Robert Malone under this mass formation psychosis. And I believe Bitcoin fixes this. I kind of had this revelation. So I'm in the studio with Jess Vaughan. Um, she's the psych major here, so she's a b- little bit better equipped to talk about this than me, but it's interesting. So we're talking about the four conditions that have to be present for this to happen for this mass formation, which is basically the madness of the crowd. Everybody kind of falls into this trance. And so the first one was, uh, disconnected isolation. We talked about that. The second one is, um, no sense of purpose. And so we were talking about how, uh, people being pulled today just find that there's no sense of purpose in their job. They're doing these mundane tasks and they don't
1: even know what that means. Free floating anxiety.
5: Well, that's the third one, right? So the Mm -hmm. third one is then the free-floating anxiety. And so what does that mean? So, uh, you know, in the old days, if I used to see a lion, I had massive anxiety on that lion, my adrenaline would rush. But as soon as I ran away and I didn't have that lion anymore, then my anxiety would go away. But today, we have this unhinged, untethered, this free-floating anxiety. We don't know what we're anxious for, right?
1: Yeah, well, it ties back into number two about the sense of purposelessness. People aren't designed to not have a reason to get up in the morning.
5: You think those two go together? You I mean, do. They're not separate?
1: I do. Well, I think, I think that the um, the anxiety is is downstream of, of the... Um,
5: Lack of purpose. Yeah. Well, and they probably all three pour into each other, right? So when you're disconnected, then you don't feel the sense of purpose. You don't feel the sense of purpose, then you don't have the anxiety.
1: Yeah. Talk to anybody in the city. There's a lot of that. Yeah, you know, w-
5: when I talked about earlier, um, talking about how really the breakdown of society, I think, probably started really maybe back in the 60s. And a lot of it had to do with this breakdown of the nuclear family. And um, when you're in a family, you especially, I mean, think back on when you grew up on the farm, right, for example, and everybody had a sense of purpose. Like, you got to milk the cows, you got to go work the field, you got to, like, work on the barn or whatever, right? And we all have this, like, sense of purpose. We're all working together co-optively. Um, and we're connected. So we're connected and we have a sense of purpose and we don't have any anxiety because everything is there kind of in front of us. now. Well,
1: we're... In the future, so hard to project right now. It's hard to find um, for people to find reasons to stay motivated because they're not sure if everything is destabilized and what are you working for? And you can't imagine a future that culture is working hard to bring you. And if you're in disagreement about what that happens to be, then you lose confidence
5: yeah so uh yeah it they're downstream, so each one kind of spills into the next, so then we uh we're disconnected, lack a sense of purpose, and we have this free flow and anxiety. I think I saw a poll it was like, um, I think sixty percent of women are on some form of antidepressant, I think in the u s isn't
1: that astonishing?
5: It's massive, it's massive uh, I think uh one, I think that goes to the point of this free flow and anxiety um it also has something to do with the 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 fiat money, fiat medicine. Everybody's on. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on pharmaceuticals these days as well. I think that that also, which which the fiat money creating fiat medicine is something that I think Bitcoin fixes. And we'll talk about how we get out of this mass psychosis with Bitcoin. We get back to that. Um, but I think that shows that there is this this free flow and anxiety as well. Of course, um, you know today um, the media, and really probably in the last five or six years, maybe um, the media has really keyed into what we call fear porn, right? Where they're just basically trying to show us, they, they found that we're more engaged on social media if they show us things that make us scared or mad.
1: Isn't that so predatory?
5: Yeah, it is. It is, right? So instead of showing us pictures of puppies uh, that make us feel warm and fuzzy, we actually get more, I'm more likely to comment on something that makes me mad than I am on something that makes me happy.
1: So great for culture and cohesion.
5: Yeah. Um, you know what it is, is it's, um, I, I, I want to say it's not anybody's fault. It's misaligned incentives. That's the problem. And Bitcoin fixes that. We're going to come back to how it fixes those incentives, but it's, it's the misaligned incentives, right? And so this fiat money system uh, creates all types of misaligned incentives, and that being one of them, where now these media companies show us things that make us scared or angry or mad just to get more media,
1: and then lock you in your homes and make sure that uh, you can't go out and you know, play in the sunshine and so that you have to do nothing but take in more of that information.
5: Yeah, so there's, there's, that, there's that too. I saw, um, uh, jumping topics real quick, uh, I know we've both been down to El Salvador and checked out Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin Central, Bitcoin uh, Country as they call it down there, Bitcoin Beach. And uh, what's interesting is once you start interacting with Bitcoin, um, how it changes your life, And the president, Bukele, has, uh, you know, they've adopted Bitcoin there. And it looks like it's literally changed him by, I don't know him personally, but by what he's tweeting. And the other day, uh, they put out a video of people getting healthy, like actually exercising and eating like vegetables. And they said, hey, the best way to beat this is prevention, like get healthy. And it was like.
1: That was the first time we'd seen that official narrative anywhere on the planet. Ever, like, who would
5: have yeah. thought that maybe you should try when we're in a, like this period of everyone getting sick that we should actually work on like being more healthy? Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was interesting uh, to see him and, and how Bitcoin has fixed that is changing that. But back to the, the mass formation psychosis. And so, uh, so it's, it's uh, one was the, the conditions were one, disconnected, two, lack of purpose, three, free, free flow and anxiety. And then the fourth one is what happens, it's the catalyst and it's somebody. A leader comes along and says, "This is the reason for the mass or the free flowing anxiety. This is so now you can focus on one thing, and everybody come with me and we'll fix it." It's like the Pied Piper
1: introduces Fauciism.
5: Yeah, I mean it's it's expertism, experts, right? Um, They asked uh, Desmond, uh, Doctor Desmond. I was listening to uh, actually Malone, uh, McCullough, and Desmond were talking last night, and. uh, they said, who is this leader? And he said, well, it's it's the experts. It's the experts. Uh, they, didn't, they He didn't name one person like that because Fauci's in the US, but every country kind of has their own Fauci, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the leaders, right? It's it's the leaders. And it's kind of reminds me of that Pied Piper where everybody's willing to follow them because they've identified the problem and they can lead me to somewhere different that solves that.
1: Yeah, right. and everybody wants a hero when they can't make sense of what's happening in the world and getting all these conflicting messages. So everybody's yeah. trying to... You know, uh, export their thinking.
5: Yeah, and the the fiat money system has got everything so complicated that uh, everybody knows there's something wrong, but they can't they can't put their finger on it. They don't know what it is. And and uh, you know, a lot of media makes this like victim culture. Well, it's because you're a victim, you know, or whatever. And so everybody's like looking for the reason. But this comes along where like uh, the leader says, "This is it," and I can lead you to the promised land. And everybody everybody kind of joins in.
1: Well, that was the only way that type of social pressure is the only way to make other people conform that are busy you know living their lives and not conforming to the mass formation psychosis
5: yeah now um you're listening to the mark Moss show we are talking about bitcoin uh but we're talking about this mass formation psychosis that was uh broke the internet um with uh dr malone and dr mccullough talking about it on the joe rogan show Um, just in the last week or two. Um, Literally, when I say broke the internet, I mean broke the internet. Google uh, couldn't keep up with the search results for this mass formation psychosis. Um, But I'm going to bring it back to Bitcoin. So we talked about what sets it up. Now we're going to talk about how do we come out of it? And how is Bitcoin specifically going to fix it? It's amazing. Don't go away. We're gonna be right back.
3: Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
0: My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant.
5: All right, welcome back. You are listening to The Mark Moss Show. And we're talking about Bitcoin. We're talking about the decentralized revolution. And we are talking about something that is not really about Bitcoin at first glance. Uh, We're talking about something called the mass formation psychosis. It literally broke Google the other day um, after Joe Rogan hosted both Peter McCullough first and then Dr. Robert Malone, and they both talked about this. Um, And we're talking about Bitcoin. We're talking about a mass formation, mass formation psychosis, and the reason why is because we say Bitcoin fixes this. Bitcoin fixes everything. If you fix the money, you fix the world, and it even fixes this. So we went over um, basically the four conditions that create this: one, people are disconnected; two, there's no sense of purpose; three, there's unhinged uh, uh, anxiety, and then finally, fourth, a leader emerges to lead people into a new system. Now I'm joining the studio today with uh Jessica Vaughn. You can find her on Twitter at Jessica Vaughn. And uh she's a psych major, so she's one uh, someone that's probably a little more qualified to talk about this than I am. So we're talking about that so these four conditions emerged. We went through that. And now this leader emerged that was the experts. Um and and these people have basically gone into this this mass formation psychosis, which is kind of like the madness of the crowds. Um now uh Dr. Desmond uh Desmond who put this together, he talked about like I think um Thirty percent of the people fall into this type of uh, hypnosis, if you will, and then about forty uh, percent kind of are in the middle, kind of just go along with it, and then thirty percent resist it, something something like that. But um, so you have these group of people. So basically, the the thing is, is that these people they're they're in this kind of uh, hip, hypnosis thing, which is interesting. On a, on a side note, it must have been a year ago, I was listening to a podcast and. Uh, it was some people that do uh, NLP, neurolinguistic programming, which is something that Tony Robbins has ta- talked about for a long time. Are you familiar with NLP? No. So, NLP is a, is a way that you structure words um, in order to get certain emotions or get reactions out of people. And so marketers, typically marketers use this, and they're trying to invoke emotions to get you to buy or something like that. So Tony Robbins is like this big NLP practitioner. So they have this NLP practitioners, and then you can be certified and become like a master practitioner. So there's these master practitioners on this podcast, and they were saying how the media was literally using NLP techniques on people. To, to, to brainwash them, to hypnotize them. And they, they made the case, and they gave all kinds of examples. I don't remember off the top of my head. Some, one of the examples is when you constantly repeat something over and over and over, which is exactly what this mass formation is when they continue to pound these numbers, these metrics, these fear things into your head.
1: Um, well, you can almost predict what people are going to say, people that listen to the media. You, you can, you can um, trigger the conversation with just bringing, bringing up a subject. And know exactly what they'll say. It's like, oh, because Anderson Cooper told them that's what they're right. supposed to think or how yeah. to feel about these sorts of things. And it just triggers them and you know what they're going to say.
5: Yeah. Some of it though, like uh, I love, uh, Henry Ford has some good, some good quotes. One of the things he said is that uh, thinking is such hard work, that's why so few people do it. And if you think about it biologically, I'm wondering where you think about this psychologically, but biologically, um, thinking uses a lot of brain power and our body's always trying to conserve energy. And so we put a lot of things into habits. And so a lot of times the human, human body, you know, you have the difference of the conscious and the subconscious. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to run things on habit and on autopilot. And maybe that's one reason why we default more to um, reciting headlines without thinking about it.
1: Carl Jung has a similar quote um, to that Ford quote that you just said, um, that thinking is hard. That's why most people judge. Okay. And now his use of judging was a little different than our conventional use, uh, but defaulting to these presumptions that we have about things that are more firm in our minds than they ever should be. Like you have to, uh, you have to approach things with nuance. Like, and, and a lot of people don't have that, mm, um, you yeah. know, kind of critical thinking ability, especially not when they're being programmed with force of the state behind it yeah. to take a narrative that they're not, you know. And then everybody wants to outsource their thinking and say, well, I'm not an expert. Of course, I'll just listen to the experts. Well, that never was supposed to lobotomize your brain from considering the your views and what your own eyes show you.
5: I love what you said there about uh, most people don't take the time to think about the nuance. Um, everybody wants to think, uh, I hate to say the word everybody. I get about 5,000 comments a week across all my social media platforms, so I, I get a pretty good sample size. But I see everybody has this very rigid thinking where it's like, there's no inflation or there is inflation or there is this or isn't that. And it's like, dude, there's all kinds of nuance in this. Right. And so a lot of times you'll find some of the details there. Um, But so the media has been using this NLP, which also kind of brainwashes us or, or um, what happens is they can get through our, our conscious and get into our subconscious. And then we don't, we don't really think about it. Um, And so basically that when, when you think, see things going on today and you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how can people agree to that? Like, it, there's there's no rational way that anyone could think that. Um, but this is why, because they're not thinking that. They're just doing that. But, but here's the other piece. The other piece is that um, in this mass formation psychosis, people fall into what's called rituals. And so whenever you have cults or things like that, people do rituals. And uh, it could be in religions. I mean, there's all different types of things like that, clubs or whatever. And people do these rituals, and a lot of times these rituals, from an outsider's perspective, are completely ridiculous. Like that makes no sense, but they do these rituals to be part of the club and to show like their own sacrifice for being in that, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Initiation so, rituals. <laughs> yeah, and just
5: and but but it, it also makes sense, right? Because if one of the components that leads to this is that there's no connectedness. Then it makes sense that when everybody, the the, the mass formation, the, the the crowd comes together, they want the connectiveness, and in order to be connected, they have to align on something. But also, they show these they do these rituals to show that they're in the crowd.
1: Well, it's also the politicization of everything. Like you, you know, now flying a flag in your yard means that you're a, you know a MAGA person type of thing. To whereas even twenty sixteen, that wasn't that right. wasn't the, there was not this divide.
5: Yeah. So there's that. And then and then there's the, the there's the censorship going across you know every platform. So Dr. Robert Malone, um, he's one of uh, very instrumental in the, te- the, the technology of the mRNA vaccine. He, he has patents on it. Maybe he's not the only guy, but he, you know, he was involved in it. And Twitter recently kicked him off over half a million followers there.
1: Yeah. What a blessing to go on Rogan the next day. Um, but but then, of course, YouTube. Did you see YouTube censored the videos took him down? For his, for Malone on on Rogan talking about making that parallel about what happened in, you know, 1920s and 30s in Europe.
5: But so in that mass formation psychosis, nobody wants to hear anything that goes against that. And um, the one thing that I would take take out of this too is that a lot of times we think that, you know, all these policymakers or leaders or whatever we want to call them, uh, I don't, I, I try not to use the word elite anymore. They're definitely not elite. I wouldn't hire any one of them to work in my business at all. Um, but they're whatever politicians, um, but
1: crony partners.
5: Yeah, whatever. Yeah, pa- partners for sure. Uh, but one thing is, like, you think of them. Maybe some people think of them as like evil or doing these things out of out of malice or malevolence. Um, but really, they're probably all just caught up in the same mass psychosis as well, which is interesting. Um, But, okay, so now that we've kind of set the stage and kind of where we're at with that, now uh, we'll transition to how do we come out of this mass formation psychosis and how does Bitcoin fix this? And I think it it gives me great hope for Bitcoin because Bitcoin is in this unique position that I think could actually fix this. And I know know we throw that around liberally because we say Bitcoin can fix everything, but, but we literally can. Now, if you think about one of the conditions or one of the things that really led to the condition of people being disconnected and no purpose and whatever, is really centered in this fiat money system that we have today. And so because of this fiat money system, it's harder for people to work. Um, So now, People have to work longer hours and multiple jobs. And it's caused this breakdown. And now because we have all this fake money in the system, then people can go into career academia and think tanks and they don't have to live in a real world. And then they come up with these crazy ass policies that don't mean anything. And so really, it's the fiat money system that's created all the conditions that lead us into that. And people need to be led out into something else. I'm going to explain what that is and explain how Bitcoin could be that thing and how this could actually be one of the big turning points for Bitcoin. As well, and really, uh, what I'd rather say is a sound money system. You're listening to The Mark Moss Show. We're talking about Bitcoin in a long, roundabout way. We're talking about a mass formation psychosis. I'm in the studio with Jessica Vaughn talking about this. And uh, when we come back, we are going to talk about the four steps to come out of this and how Bitcoin fixes this. Don't go away. All right, welcome back. You are listening to The Mark Moss Show. We're talking about Bitcoin. And uh, we always talk about Bitcoin. We talk about this decentralized revolution. I'm in the studio with Jessica Vaughn and uh, we're talking about Bitcoin in a long roundabout way. And so uh, it's hard to, hard to get, it's just a lot of things. Um, we're talking about a mass formation psychosis, which is the whole world is seem- seemingly, not the whole world, A majority of the world is seemingly hypnotized um, and they're not taking in new information, rational information. Um, And so we set up how that is, the the three factors or the four factors of how that's caused. We talked about um, what's going on in that situation. And now we're talking about there's four steps to get out of it and and how Bitcoin fixes this, in my opinion. So um, the four things are, one is that we need people to speak the truth. So uh, in this breakdown by Dr. Uh, Desmond, he talks about how, you know, not everybody's wrapped up in it, but a, but a big chunk of the population is and so the people that aren't need to be able to speak the truth, of course, that's very difficult when you're being censored and shut down
1: well, that ties into the uh you know the big tech monopolies going on because they they edited of course the Google search results when people started you know by the by the millions looking up mass yeah. formation psychosis like and why does somebody get to do that? Well, the fiat system is of course. A big part of the reason why Google gets to do that and, and edit everybody's access to information. Yeah. And, and isn't, I don't know about their section 230 status, but um, it, don't they lose their safe haven status if they're literally manipulating search results?
5: Mm, I mean, that's it. The, they blame it on the algorithm, you know?
1: No, um, they're manually going in and doing yeah. that.
5: I mean, I saw that. I mean, they had evidence of it and people were like taking screenshots and you could see it happening in real time. Um, I, there's a quote and I don't know who says it and I, I should know who says the quote cause I say it all the time, but, uh, ripping a man's tongue out does not prove him wrong. It only proves you have something to hide. So I always think about that in terms of censorship. But, um, so the first thing is we have to speak the truth. So, um, uh, I like uh, I've been talking about this a lot, something I've been studying quite a bit. Actually, a channel that you turned me on to on YouTube, uh, Academy of Ideas.
1: Yes, one of my favorite creators.
5: I binge watch all that stuff. I, I knew mean, that you would love it. I love it. And uh, he talks about this all the time. And really, he talks about um, coming out of, uh, you know, communist Russia. And uh, it was uh, Solzhenitsyn who wrote the Gulag Archipelago and uh, Havel, who became the Czechoslovakian president. It was through their writings that really turned the tides and and kind of broke that down. And he talks about how it just takes somebody to live in the truth. And that's what Dr. Desmond's talking about how we break this mass psychosis is by speaking the truth. And so while all these people are living over there, like living this lie, we can be over here living in the truth. And they're going to go, wait, wait a minute. Like, why are like, like I just spent, um, I just spent a week in Miami. (laughs) And uh, it's like a couple weeks ago. And, Everybody's like, I was there for Art Basel week. It was packed. Lucky you. Yeah, uh, it was Art Basel week, and uh, I mean, it was just parties everywhere, packed bumper to bumper. You know, rubbing shoulders. Did you spot AOC? Uh, she was there after me. Luckily, <laughs> I didn't have to see her. But everybody was like living normal. But like, meanwhile, in like New York, <laughs> it's a totally different reality.
1: Yeah, Ron DeSantis just said somewhere that um, you would be surprised at all the the lockdown politicians that um, that came to Florida for a break from that. And it's absurd.
5: Yeah. So, like, they're living the truth. And so when people like AOC go, wait a minute, they're living a different life in truth. Like, I should go there. And she did. Okay, that's step number one, speak the truth. Two um, is that uh, we need to bring people together. All right. So if people are feeling disconnected, we need to bring people together. Now, we have all these different people uh, in camps that you're familiar with, like uh, libertarianism or anarchism or.
1: It scares me when you say people in camps now, you know, uh, of the uh, mass formations. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but but different areas or sectors or whatever, right? Conservatives and Republicans and libertarians and all these different people, individualism and blah, 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 blah. Um, But they're all like in camps. (laughs) and They're all these like ice islands. And Bitcoin is this like... uh, Bridge. It's a bridge. It's like a uniting force that's like bringing all these people together. Because on their own, like libertarianism or or anarchism or whatever, like it's a great idea, but how does that actually happen? But Bitcoin is the actual tool.
1: Well, it solves so many problems. It's just great glue between these people that can't necessarily see what their commonalities are. But because it solves so many problems... It can be a, a, a solution for a lot of people, yeah, all over the globe.
5: And um, I mean, it it again we we align on values, and so it brings all these people different sexes, religions, races, sexual orientations, whatever. But it brings them all together on shared values. And as a matter of fact, shout out to the Bitcoin Conference 2022 is going to be in Miami, I believe, in April. I'm going to be there. Jessica is going to be there. Um, if you want to save 10% on your tickets, go ahead and use hello, Jessica, I believe.
1: Yeah, Jessica, hello.
5: Jessica, hello. Sorry. Yes. So shout out uh, <laughs> for that. So uh, if you want to come to the Bitcoin conference, there's going to be about 35,000 people. 35,000 people is like the largest like conference in the nation, maybe. Um, so if you want to come, we're both going to be there. Save 10% on your tickets. Use Jessica, hello. Um, but anyway, 35,000 people coming together on shared values. So that's bringing people together. So that's the second part. Um, the third part, here's the, here's the really important part. Um, this is the most important part, is that uh, people were unhappy with where they were, which is why they're happy to follow this Pied Piper into a new reality. Now, of course, World Economic Forum has one for us called The Great Reset and uh, the fourth industrial Revo- uh, revolution where we're going to merge man and machine and we're going to live in this dystopia with central bank digital currencies and uh, social credit scores, which doesn't sound good to me.
1: Transhumanism utopia.
5: All that. And I know it sounds crazy, but what I say is I take them at their word, like literally go read their book. Klaus Schwab wrote a book called The Fourth Industrial Revolution. Just go read it. He, This is what he says. Um, I don't like that world, but this is where they're taking us. And so people are caught up in this mass psychosis and they're just like, okay, shoot, I guess we'll just go along. So what we can't do, per Dr. Desmond, the doctor's prescription for this, is not to say, hey, 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 this is no good. Let's hold the line and stay where we were. They don't want to stay where we were because they didn't like it. What we have to do is we have to lead, and that's what I've been guilty of, hold the line, don't comply, don't, right? But no, he says, no, we need to lead them somewhere else.
1: That solves the problems that they do have. Yeah.
5: And what are the problems that they have?
1: All the problems were
5: started because of the fiat money system. So Bitcoin is bringing people together on shared values, and it can take us into a new system, into a new paradigm that gets rid of the money printer, that gets rid of the source of all these problems. I think it's pretty amazing.
1: Me too. I, I try so hard to articulate my arguments as to why um, the people that have always been in power, they're offering you this beautiful solution. Well, you might want to consider that they're really just re-rigging the game to ensure that they have a lock on their power going forward with the technological opportunities that you know, the internet and Bitcoin, um, decentralized finance, all these things, presents to individuals to opt out of the system. And they, of course, don't want definanced.
5: It's It's interesting to me um, where a lot of people that I've talked to on on both sides of the aisle... Um, left or right or whatever, however you want to divide that, a lot of times we see the same problems, but the solutions are different. And so we both see that the central planners have created the problems, but some people think that giving them more (laughs) power and control is the answer, which how does that make any sense? Like uh, it's obviously not the end That's the problem. Well, that's
1: that's because they have, of course, all these avenues to um, displace the blame and blame it on other people or, you know.
3: Yeah. Uh, certain
1: presidents, this type of thing to displace all of that when, when really there's just so many layers to reality. It's hard to peel all those back for people when they, we don't have a common, um, starting point, especially when all our, our, um, the authorities we listen to are so different.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Good point. And then the fourth and final step in the doctor's prescription for the mass psychosis is don't fight. So, um, we don't want to use violence. We don't want to fight because what that does is that only, uh, focuses their angst, focuses their attention even more. It
1: legitimizes the idea it, that you're the enemy. Exactly, yes. exactly.
5: So uh, we want to speak out of love, out of truth. And Dr. Robert Malone, he's like, I'm not a religious man, but I can just see I like the teachings of Jesus really were the key to this because it was like speaking the truth, speaking it out of love, showing a different way, all of those things, et cetera. Um, So anyway, those are the four steps to do that. I think Bitcoin can be the tool that brings us out of it. You're listening to the Mark Moss show. We're talking about Bitcoin in a long roundabout way, talking about the mass formation psychosis in the studio with Jessica Vaughn. You can find her on Twitter and get her at Jessica Vaughn. Of course, I'm one Mark Moss. That's it. Thanks so much for listening.